baby episode nine i don't know why i always say we're back like we ain't going no fucking where we're always going to be here close by kelly coup de la let me back up a little bit i see these wavelengths going a little crazy let me calm down went to the gym this morning i had one of those rain body fuel energy drinks 300 milligrams of caffeine per can yeah man so i'm all right i'm like i've been in the quake lately I've been in the quake lately a lot. I've never had newer quake, energy man. drink. Never had quake. Yeah, I see it all the time, man. It's it's funny. I always go for the ones that are on sale. So the rain body fuel, when I buy it, it's either buy one, get one at Acme, or it's two for four at like Walgreens. But maybe that'll be next on my list. Hopefully it's on sale. But I'm, I'm going to see what's up with Quake. I saw Frank uh, on Friday. And he had one called Bang Energy Drink, which had Bang, fucking creatine no in it. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine. Well, so- I'm like, you put creatine <laughs> in some shit. <laughs> well, Quake's also got creatine. Quake is no joke, but Quake is newer. So it's the same thing, man. It's like, it was $2 a can. I go to 7-Eleven. They were really trying to push it. They say, buy one, get one free. So I said, all right, let me just try this. I walked out with 10 because I'm just a sucker for a oh, bargain. Oh, shit. You know? So yeah. nah, 10 for that, the price bro. of five. Can't really beat it. You know? Um, right. And, and, you know, I got hooked. I got hooked. Yeah, yeah nice. Nah, hey, yo, it's better than getting fucking Four Loco. You hear about Four Loco, yo? Teasing with this hard seltzer. So about three times more alcohol. <laughs> like, yo. And we know about Four Loco, bro. Like, we I know about Four Loco when that shit was in his fucking prime. So I'm like, when it first came it back, out, man. Oh my God, yo. They were so secretive about the original change because I remember when Four Loco first came out. I drank, I drank one and a half and I blacked out, completely blacked out, didn't remember anything. And then I guess people started getting alcohol poisoning and they very low key, like took a lot of the stuff out. And then I found myself like drinking four at a time. And I was like, why am I not blacking out? Cause that, cause (laughs) that was always my goal for some reason is like, if I remembered the night before I didn't have a good night, you know? Exactly. Um, Exactly. I do that shit now, man. And I do it by mistake. I'll be out here blacking out every fucking... It's like once in a blue... Like once a year. I'll probably black out once a fucking year. And it's not even because like I'm fucking going in. It's just the the, the, the situation. Like sometimes the shit takes a while to catch up with you. And, you know, some days I don't eat as much as I should. But, yo, blacking out is no fucking fun, man. That shit is scary. I remember... Uh, <laughs> I mean, shit, I got a couple blackout stories with you. The one time, the one night I fell out, fell out the fucking... Pool, woke up with a Blackberry, your boy's Blackberry in my pocket. <laughs> I was fucking up. I went home, tried fighting out when you put me in a fucking chokehold and shit. Almost died. Oh, man. Yeah, yo, Four Loco, man. Uh, go back on Four Loco. I'm trying to remember, man, that one fateful night at Wider. I'm like, did I even... I'm, I'm trying to remember because I think I had like one and a half. I heard you say you had one and a half and you blacked out. But my dumb ass is over here thinking... 
did I have like the 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 revisited recipe? Like, did I have the 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 weaker shit and still <laughs> still fucking blacked out? <laughs> you was like, you no, because you were with me. <laughs> you were with me when they first. Uh, was, you were with me when they did the whole the whole I deal. Thought, I mean, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, shit man. was. Oh man, I still taste it now, man. Like that that shit is awful. But of course, you know with a. Uh, with uh, White Claw, you know, the Claw is the law. That's the new thing now. White Claws are in as far as, uh, you know, the youth goes with partying. But yeah, Fort Loco was like, fuck that shit. We're going we gonna to triple that 14% alcohol. That's ridiculous, man. People need to slow down. Parents, be on the lookout for that, man. That shit ain't, uh, be on your kids. Kids are wilding. They're not like they used to be, you know? They yeah, go man. to all these nah, crazy alcohol. Just... Instead of just a good old bit of cocaine, you know, maybe a right. little bit of cocaine, some vodka. <laughs> now they got the free. It's just like jungle juice, man. Jungle juice yeah. was probably the most dangerous thing aside from Four Loco when they first came out was because like that shit just tasted like a very it tasted like lemonade with a hint of liquor in it. You know, right. the fruity ones are the ones right. that get you because they don't taste strong. And right. the next it's thing like you know, you're throwing up on yourself. Right, yo, and I, I used to get mesmerized watching those videos. You know, uh, I still see them uh, floating around, but the videos of people making jungle juice and they'll have like a big ass container and they'll mm-hmm. just start pouring fucking just Everclear in it and they throw, you know, pieces of fruit in there and juices. And I'm like, yo, more power to y'all. That was a good trip down memory lane. It's good to remember those yeah. fun times because yesterday I had somewhere to be at four and it was two o'clock. And I was like, let me get down on the couch, maybe I'll watch TV. And the next thing you know, it was it was like 315. And I was I, mm. I I was staring at a broom. And I don't know why. I just got in a good stare and I was like, did I really just stare at a broom for an hour and a half? Obviously I was oh, thinking shit. my thoughts, but I was like, where right. am I at in life where you know I can carve an hour out of my day to stare at a broom? Oh right. man. It's a weird year, 2019, that's for sure. Did it like come alive at any point? Start talking to you? No, it it didn't. That would be cool though, like a little Fantasia thing, you know? Yeah. With Mickey I used Mouse to and Fantasia. I used to always think if you like just stare at something for a while, eventually it's gotta it's gotta say something to you. Like <laughs> I mean, me too, dude. <laughs> Fucking Pixar ruined my life. Pixar convinced me like, dude, if my mom tried to get rid of old clothes or old toys, forget it. I'd flip. I'm I'm a hoarder because of Pixar because Pixar has taught me that any inanimate object has thoughts and feelings when you're not around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. And they feel the things you do. You know? Exactly. It's like shirt. You know what I mean? Pixar presents shirt adventure. And it's just like this old shirt. He's like, why doesn't Bobby wear me anymore? I used to be Bobby's favorite shirt. And then I'm watching it cry and looking at my, now I'm putting on these tiny ass shirts that I used to wear. I still like you shirt. Fuck Pixar. I I love them though. Right. Right. Hold up. Who did? I don't even think Pixar. Did, who did the Brave Little Toaster, man? Who, that who, wasn't. Who that? that wasn't Disney. I don't. Or maybe that wasn't it, Disney. Maybe it was Disney. Maybe. Let's. Uh, let's see. Brave Little Toaster. It's funny when I think is, back on like like whether the Brave Little Toaster, oh yeah, or even like the Page Master, was that that was Disney? Nice. Brave Little Toaster was Disney. Uh, Page Master. You know. Let's see. I don't think that was Disney. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, Disney, like Disney definitely you slaps their name on it when they get a chance. Yeah, you can't have it all, Disney. Technically, Speaking now it is Disney. Disney. 
because it's oh, yeah, it's yeah. Fox, 20th Century right. Fox, and, and uh, Disney now owns sense. them. Mm-hmm. Right. Speak, speaking of Disney, bro, did you hear about the lady that uh, had a, a, a free pass from 34 years ago? No. And, uh, she she used it recently, and they actually honored it and let her in. She she went with her two daughters. She got it back in oh. 1985. Um, yeah, she won a, a free ticket as part of like the park's 30th anniversary celebration, and she she forgot that she had it. I don't get how you do that, but she forgot that she had this ticket, and when she found it in a box full of keepsakes, she decided like, fuck it, I'm gonna try to use this. So she went to, to Disney, Disney world with her, uh, Disneyland. I'm sorry. Went to Disneyland with her two daughters. And, uh, you know, she, she showed them it and the attendant reportedly was like, uh, let me go check my manager. Came back and was like, yeah, this is good. It's worth about $149. When you want it, it was only worth $16 and 50 cents. So he was like, definitely get your ass in here. Uh, but the kids had to pay full price. They didn't bring their money and they couldn't get in. So they were sorry. That didn't happen. No, everybody went in. They had a great time. <laughs> oh, man. Good fucking. Good for you, Disney. I know they have rules yeah. like that. Like if you buy like a four day pass, it doesn't expire. But once you cash in the first day, you have like 30 days to use the other three. Oh, okay. So, you know. Oh, wow. See, so you might have to check them out soon, man. You said you've been before. You've been to Disney World, dude. I have. I have the past like six years. I've gone to Disney air. more. Yeah, more than any grown man should go to Disney without children. Nice. But it is. It is my happy place. You know. Nah, it, that's it, awesome. It really man. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, my life uh, is a little bit more, like a little less stressful in in terms of like when I I was working a job. Uh, I was supervising an admissions department. So I was working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I would have like uh, two weeks vacation. And that was like the one deal was like, yo, when I go to Disney, my phone is off. Do not bother me on vacation. It was the only vacation I took where it's like, I'm not answering my phone. So it's got a special place in my heart where it's just like my escape uh, from life. So I'm a big fan of Disney. Nah, speaking of Disney, so I feel like I'm on some Disney shit. I actually saw Cinderella for the first time last night. The original Cinderella. The um, original. That's a, that's yeah, a good movie. Joint. Yeah, yo, I bought that joint easily a month ago, yo, because you know how Disney, uh, you know, they only release shit, you know, they they, they don't just have all their stuff available. Like, it's only certain no, times no, no, when you can buy... Ball. Right, the vault. So when they when they released uh, Cinderella, I, I, that same day I went to Target, grabbed it, and it was starting to collect dust. And yesterday I was having a, a guess of a, a Sunday fun day with my family, aka I just ate like shit all day. Um, fucking Red Robin Monster Burger for lunch with you know three rounds of garlic palm fries and you know jelly beans and peanut butter m ms anyway i was like fuck it we're just gonna have like a little instead of going to the movie theater we're just gonna finally watch cinderella and we're gonna eat all this stuff and um i i i really enjoyed it it was awesome um it's, it's just weird to think that I, I feel so late to the party with a lot of these disney movies like whether it was you know i, I just saw fucking peter pan for the first time this year you know what I mean? Like I, I've never been hip to it, but uh, yeah, Cinderella was awesome, man. I was hating that mom and them evil stepsisters and that stepmom. I was hoping Gus Gus was gonna give him the hands, man. <laughs> Gus Gus kept he kept rolling up his sleeves. He was like, Nah, nah, Cinderella, Cinderella. I was like, Yeah, Gus Gus, man, and that fucking that fucking cat. 
Oh my God, y'all! I was y'all sitting here snapping. In hindsight, man, it was pretty bad. Now that I think about it, yo, that shit pissed me off. I'm like, yo, people are fucked up, man. And that's why Disney, <laughs> dude, they're timeless. Walt Disney and Jim Henson like made sure that they made movies for families, not like right. geared specifically towards children. You know, right? Just pen right. up anger. That's the people that don't like Disney. People just like pen up anger. You know, right. people that just were very be insecure. Exactly, because it's like they they every every fucking movie it makes you it, 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 the shit's gonna sound corny brown but it makes you it's like damn if only we lived in a world like that man like god damn man everybody mm-hmm. just i don't know whatever but i digress <laughs> i could do without all the dead parents but other than that i would love to live in a disney world right i was wondering movie. what happened with cinderella because i was like oh her dad's alive i was like oh was he just an asshole that turned a blind eye oh he died oh Oh. Yeah. They okay. always die. Parents are always dead in a Disney movie. Right. Right. What, what happened with Frozen? Frozen, they like die. They get caught up in the wave. They don't even really, you know, it's just like they went away. And I was like, this is, yeah, they know how to get you, man. They trigger that shit. But uh, the flip side of that, yo, I, I, I found some crazy news. You want me to uh, share that? Yeah, let's jump into the news. Yeah. Am I am I am I fucking up the timeline right now? No, no, we got oh, no okay. timeline. Okay, I didn't know. If, okay, all right, <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah, you know what, silly me. Yeah. All right. Well, yo, some weird shit went down in Enrico County, Virginia, last week. Um, apparently, someone with too much time on their hands, wearing an old school tube style TV on their head, has been blessing residents with old school tube style TVs on their front porches. Did you hear about this shit? Leading to mass yo, confusion. Yeah, it was almost mine. <laughs> It was almost mine. I never realized we we might cross paths one day. I, uh, I opted not to right. do it, but it was. I'm yeah, glad. Oh, I, had to, I saw this shit on TV. I was like, ah, had to have it, yo. So apparently, more than fifty homes have received the gracious offering from this uh, generous individual. Uh, of course, it's raising eyebrows, and it's 2019, and damn near everyone has you know ring surveillance system which was used to capture the strange visits from this individual. Uh, so, like, imagine waking up to something like that. Me, personally, I'd be hella confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite frankly, my paranoid ass would think it was a fucking bomb or something. Like, So I, I guess I, I, you know, when everybody, I saw that everybody was, you know, contacting, you know, uh, the authorities about this shit, like, what's going on? Um, one guy said it was a guy dressed in a jumpsuit with a TV on his head. Uh, they were like, it's the weirdest thing. He squats down <laughs> the TV there and then he walks off. Like I'm picturing this guy, like you imagine him trying to get limber before doing this. That's a lot of TVs, man. Cause, um, apparently like, like I said, 50 of them, 50, more than 50 homes, uh, receive TVs. Um, I'm just, I just want to paint a picture to maybe any younger listeners we have. Like, there's a difference between classic TVs and these flat screens today. So oh, four yes. years ago, I was poor. I could not afford a, a TV like that living on my own. So I went to Goodwill and I bought one for fifteen dollars, like an old two TV. Those things are unnecessarily so fucking heavy. Yes, they and are. And they're shaped so weird that they're so uncomfortable to hold. Right. Like this guy's got strength. Right. This isn't like carrying one of those like 32 inch TVs and dropping it. This is a heavy ass TV. Right. Them two TVs are no joke. 
and and even like you know trying to get that grip underneath don't you know when like like things start kind of like tearing into your fingers as you're carrying them that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah, these kids don't know like i had it the first tv that i had it was a zenith it was a zenith tv i don't even know how many inches it was but i remember when i used to knock on the screen the shit was glass yo like the shit was it was mm-hmm. fucking tough like yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I think it's it's I think it's interesting that so many people found humor uh, in this, considering everything. You know, I feel like people cause an uproar over anything. Um, but of course, the first thing that came to my mind, I'm like, yo, where's this guy getting all these TVs from? And after you just said you went to the Goodwill and bought one, I'm starting to look at you like, are you a potential culprit in this? Uh, you know, I see old school TVs all no the idea time. What you're talking about? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you no, know, I mean, like I see old school TVs like being put on the curbs all the time. So I mean, I guess somebody mm-hmm. saw an opportunity. And you know, the thing that's funny about this is that it's like, I guess when we see something goofy like this we just assume it's a guy i would love to find out that it's like a woman or if it's or if it's something else mm-hmm. you know <laughs> oh out of this world there we go see i like i respect a long con and i like to think this is a long con now very well there could be an old tv you know store that was abandoned that they went in and took all of them but i doubt that's the case i feel like this was nine months in the making right. it was just like accumulate as many tube tvs as you can because I got an idea. Now, and it you, was made to make a handful of friends laugh. Right. Do you think it was one person? No, I think it was a group. Now, now it could have been one person dropping the TVs off. But I think it was at least three or four kids that, that were in on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because apparently the same neighborhood faced a similar incident last year. And they said there were more than 20 mm. old television sets that were left. So they definitely upped the ante this time. Um, you know, like mm. imagine if this is a whole squad. These are dudes committed to bringing back that retro shit. It's the first step. Next thing you know, they're going to be bringing boom boxes on your shit. I would love to see footage of a guy with a boom box on his head with a fucking jumpsuit, preferably an Adidas one. Start breaking out some dance moves on your shit. Who knows, man? I like to just, you know, <laughs> I like to be surprised by... Uh, what the peculiar have to offer in this world. So that's what's going on in Virginia and Henrico County. Maybe it's not the last time you hear about the this year, you know? No, 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 maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, I don't have a story about TVs on heads, but I do have for all the steampunk fucking cyberpunk uh, listeners, not steampunk, all the cyberpunk listeners I have out there, microchips are being implanted in people's heads. What kind of people? Obese people. Why? Because they're going to try electric shock therapy when they think about food, right? Oh so goodness. six six morbidly obese people have agreed to take part in a trial aimed at controlling binge eating and, and improving their health. Um, they're going to be implanted with a microchip known as a responsive neurostimulation system, RNS for short. Uh, and it was actually developed by Neuropace, and it was originally created to treat people with epilepsy. So what it did in the past is it continually recorded brain activity and it delivered a mild electric shock whenever it did, uh, detects a specific pattern or activity that singles the onset of a seizure. Um It was designed to stop the seizure before it begins, and a study apparently found that the same technique could be used to suppress binge eating in mice. Um, 
So now they want to explore whether or not it could also work on humans who suffer from loss of control eating. Wow. It'll take place be... over five years. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's it's going to take place over five years, 18 months at a time. You got to be committed. I mean, uh, and, and listen, to a, I don't do to trials. Some degree, I guess. I don't fucking do trials. Let someone else fucking go right. through it because right. they were saying like. Yeah, I ain't a fucking lab, yeah. right? And they were even saying, you know, there's a lot of concern for it, but they're being very they're being very picky. So it can't be something where it's just like me. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of overweight. I don't feel like doing what I need to do. Um let me get this in my head. It's 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 for people that have gone through gastric bypass surgery um, and still have not lost weight. So they're the only ones that are really eligible wow. to take um, take place in the trial. The procedure is not intended for people who only need to or want to lose a small amount of weight. Okay. Um, the doctor says that they, these are patients who are essentially dying from their obesity. Uh, the difficulty and this whole procedure is going to be separating the brain's response to fatty foods from its response to healthy foods and for from other feelings of reward, according to researchers. They said they are also concerned that the electric stimulation could lead to a general loss of interest in all things among test subjects with a potential inability to experience pleasure that in return would cause depression. Wow. And that's the fucking world we live in, dude. Yeah, that's I'm sorry, man. I'm such a damn skeptic because... Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it has to be a last resort for those people to to feel like, all right, I did everything I could. It's still not working. Put something inside of me. You know, I'm always skeptical yeah. about that because it just I don't I don't like feeling like I'm being tracked. Shit, I ordered DoorDash, bro, and I feel bad. Or Uber Eats, and I see when when I order food, I can track somebody i always think something's weird about that being able to see your movement because that's it's, it's like you can't just think that's all they're they're doing with it they have to have access to other things you know i mean or maybe maybe i'm just a conspiracy theorist i don't know but uh that's yeah, that's no. i mean i wouldn't want anything computerized or any type of chip in my body personally um just because if it malfunctions or anything, it's inside. It's inside my right. my brain, which is the most important part of my body. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm iffy on on that myself. Originally, honestly, my my first thought process was, you know, I was like, this is a cop out. Just fucking lose the weight. Like you got you got right. the um. You got the bypass surgery, and once you get it, you have to change your diets. Like, you want to go through all these things, just change your fucking diets. But it's right. also like, it's an addiction, man. You right. know what I mean? No. It's, it's yeah, the same thing can be said about me, where it's like, you know, we've sent you to detox. Like, stop getting hot. Why are you still getting high? We got them physically out of your system. Stop right. getting high. It's a mental obsession. Right. You know that that I'm sure people want to control their eating, uh, but it's just wired in them a certain way. Right, so I hope right. it works for him. Yeah, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to judge. Uh, I definitely have my struggles when it comes to fucking eating shit. Like, some, mm-hmm. some days, Brian, like I said, I'm, I ain't fucking bragging, man. Some days I find myself, I like binge fucking eat, bro. I, I realize that I'm full and I'm like, it's, but it's still more. I want more. And it's like, it's so fucking weird. It's something I really need to break. I'm still a fat kid at heart. So, you know, I... I got I, in a fight with Jade last night. Um... Because I went grocery shopping yesterday 
And she was talking. She's like, you know, I think I kind of want Mellow Mushroom. It's like a little pizza spot around us. Okay. And I was like, I'll Uber Eats it. And then she was like, you know what? Actually, we have food here. Like, let's just make something. Let's not let's not eat out. Let's not eat. We, we bought a bunch nice. of healthy food. Oh, yeah. I threw a tantrum. Oh the whole no! Time. <laughs> I I wanted this is my money. I want to get it. Blah, blah, blah. I was so angry, and then she was like, "We made the food begrudgingly," and then I was like, "Thank you for saving me the the forty dollars right. I would have spent." You know, right? Like, oh my god! But when I get in that mood where it's like I want food delivered, I am a child. It's like stomping right. my feet. Right. Right. And, and, you know, it's funny because I feel like all, everything that we're going to talk about today is, is going to intertwine, especially when we get to our uh, nouns today. Um, but, yeah, yo, Saturday. So I, t- I told you Friday. So Friday I went out and I saw a uh, I saw a band I used to we used to play with me and Dave Tryons actually hung out. We went to Jersey and uh, we saw a band, No Such Noise, that we used to perform with when we were in Roots of Stereo. Mm-hmm. And we met Frank up there. And, of course, it's one of those times when I wasn't driving. It's not often where I don't drive. So it's an awesome opportunity to have a couple beers and, you know, a shot. And, once again, it's, I didn't eat shit prior to going to this venue and having beers and a shot. And I got a little fucking toasty, got a little toasty. So the next day I was, I wasn't necessarily, I guess it was a hangover, but it it wasn't as bad as hangovers that I've had in the past. But of course, when you have a hangover, you want to eat shitty food. So I was like, I feel like shit. I want shitty food. I'm going to order fucking DoorDash. I ordered Burger King, bro. Order Burger King. Got me a, a Bacon King meal. You know, I got my daughter a cheeseburger meal. You know, my, my, my wife got, you know, she a Whopper with cheese meal. And then I added the 10-piece nuggets on top of it. Ultimately, man, the price mm. altogether, it was like 20-something dollars, like $23. But then when you include the tip and then you include the service fee and then you include the delivery free bro it was 40 fucking dollars burger king is fucking uh, is a mile down the street from me mm-hmm. i don't even know why the fuck i did that and then the next day i ordered we ordered fucking kfc last night man 40 dollars on kfc uh, man i'm like <laughs> where was jade jade where were you yo nah that's awesome <laughs> man that's 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 the kind of party that you need man um and sometimes, yo, my wife well, is the same way. No, I'm not trying to. <laughs> don't take Jade's side. Right, right, because right. I'll tell you this. When it comes to that shit, Jade is like you. I just, yeah, I yell at Jade and my brother so much about that. <laughs> and just like I'm going to yell at you. You know, Uber Eats and DoorDash are for when you want a restaurant, but you don't want to leave the house and go sit down. Right. The fact you, that my brother and Jade likes to Uber Eats fucking Wendy's and Taco right. Bell. You listen, I don't even have to wear pants to go there. Right. You know, right. I'm not getting out of the car. Exactly. Uh, now, keep in mind, <laughs> you have some sort of excuse because you were a little toasty. I don't want you behind the wheel. Right. You know, Jade is stone cold sober. I'm stone cold sober. My brother's stone cold sober. You know, there's no reason why we can't get behind a wheel and drive, you know, get get a little bit of listen. If you did Wendy's, I get it. They're giving out spicy nuggets if you order oh from DoorDash God, or right, Postmates. Right. That I get. You get something. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I am I put my foot down on the fast food. Yeah. And of course, after you eat the shit, you get the shit, you eat it. You're like, this wasn't even that good. <laughs> and I just no, paid a fucking no, no, arm no. and a leg for it. And, and by the way, if it means anything, Brian, there is no fucking Wendy's near me. 
There's no Wendy's really? that yes. I'm I'm really I mean, I guess the closest Wendy's would be the Chai Ave Wendy's, but I'm not I'm not going there. I'm not fucking driving there, yo. There used to be a Wendy's. There was a Wendy's that was on 202. I'm sorry. I'm over here with all the fucking bands here, considering people probably don't even know where the fuck I'm talking about. But on 202, there was a Wendy's at one point. And they fucking shut that thing down. Guess what they made it? What? Just guess. Popeyes. A fucking Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh, oh Starbucks. Starbucks. Listen. Yo, Starbucks. Right. Be happy. <laughs> Be happy that where you live is is making progressive transfers. Have you seen Aston? It's just making lateral transfers. Right. They'll close down a KFC. They'll throw right. a Popeyes. They just they're closing down the Burger King. They're throwing a Taco Bell. They're making no effort right. to fucking grow, dude. My right. parents love Gennaro's because it's the only real restaurant in Aston. Everything else is just chain and fast food. Throw a Starbucks in there, dude. Get bougie. Add a gay couple to Aston. That's what we need. We need a coffee shop and a gay couple. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A fucking Kosi, maybe a fucking a yoga studio. What the fuck? Um, meanwhile, Brookhaven, I, I'm, you've seen Brookhaven lately. Like, who the fuck do they think they are? Like, where did Brookhaven come out of fucking left field with all this fucking money now? Like, Brookhaven used to be the trash fucking spot where only the Tom Jones was. Now they got a fucking L.A. Fitness. Mm-hmm. They got a fucking Starbucks. They don't even have a fucking liquor license there. Who the fuck do they think they are? They're gentrifying, man. They are gentrifying. Hey, man, get in where you fit in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I guess that gives a reason. I mean, Brookhaven got his fucking spark back, so good for them. But, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's the joint. We're going to prove to the world that we're for real. We're going to prove to everybody we know the real deal. We got golden voices and hearts to steal. Because the five MCs have got to be real. We want to hear the party people yell sugar hill. So what's the deal? Transition to nouns. All right, we are transitioning. So t- this week we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about laziness. We're gonna talk about procrastination. All right, check it out. Look, hey, and before we go into this, listeners, we are not judging. We're not judging you. We're guilty too. We all procrastinate. I procrastinate all the time. Yes, I'm up. Yo, I'm late. Now here's the thing, and I, I like to say this. Look. I procrastinate all the time. I'm not bragging. I'm not a fucking slacker. I'm not a slacker. I don't just sit around and not do shit. But but most times I feel like I could do more. You know, sometimes I'm a little too content with doing the bare minimum. Um, like I said, I'm not bragging. Right now, there are dishes piled up in my sink. Now, I don't have a dishwasher, so it's a little deterring sometimes to wash dishes, especially when I feel like it's just never ending. You know what I mean? It's just like wash dishes, use dishes, wash dishes, use dishes. So more often than not, I'll, I'll uh, wash them in waves. So I'll do like a third of dishes, put them on a dish drain, let them dry. You know, you would think I would go back to the second wave eventually, but I don't, I don't. And three days will go by and that first wave is right back in the fucking dishes and in the fucking sink. It's annoying. It's annoying. I procrastinate. Um, I have a lot of time during the day. But can I give you can I give you some advice, a little suggestion? Because <laughs> I have a dishwasher now, but before I didn't, and I was in that same routine. And I said, you know what? And I bit the bullet one day, and I washed all the dishes. And then I took my Costco card. I went to Costco. I bought a shitload of paper plates, plastic cups, silverware. I only use dishes when it was absolutely necessary. And it would be like if I'm having a right. steak dinner, I'm having a steak dinner on a paper plate with a plastic fork 
but my knife has to be a steak knife because too many. Right. I tried with the plastic knives, almost lost an eye. Um, those things snap <laughs> off. But listen, I don't knock it. Bro. I am a big bro. paper product guy bro. if I don't have a dishwasher. Bro, bro, here's the crazy part. I do exactly that. I, I, I buy, fuck the trees. I buy hella paper plates. <laughs> I, I buy fucking assorted silver, uh, plasticware. I, I drink from red solo cups. You're right. Unless I'm having a family function, I, but I cook a lot. I cook a lot. Mm, That's my problem. A lot of pots and so pans. I use a lot the, of pots and I, pans. Yes, I use the big, you know, for breakfast, I'll have fucking eggs. But I'll, I'll want eggs and I'll also want potatoes with, with, with onions in them, like some hash brown type shit. So I'm using two fucking skillets. And then I'm using a bowl to mix up the eggs. And then I'm using spatulas and wooden spatulas. And then lunchtime comes around and I want to cook fucking halal food. So I got to use mm. the pot to cook the rice and I got to use the same skillet that I just used. Got to wash it. Now I'm cooking the chicken and the veggies in that. Like I, I my, my wife made Italian food on Friday, fucking tortellini, meatballs. And we got hella dishes. She had the nerve to put the damn gravy. Um, I call it gravy now because it's not sauce because my wife is Italian and she makes she makes it very known that sauce is for dipping <laughs> and gravy is for smothering, apparently. So, um. For, for whatever reason, though, she had to take the nice pouring dish. You know, like on Thanksgiving, you put the gravy mm. in like that nice kind of... She put the fucking spaghetti gravy in that or the, the, the you know the tomato gravy in that. And it was like, that's a little too much. You could have put that in a red Solo cup. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, fucking, what you need to do yo. is you need to get a step stool, go to Costco, right, get a right. step stool, go into your daughter's room and say, listen, you're six. It's time to pull your fucking weight. You know what I mean? You ain't mooching right. off me and yo. your mom no more. We're feeding you. Well, You're washing right. the damn dishes. Yeah. Right. Yo, when I was six, bro, when I was six, that's when I first started washing dishes and doing the laundry, if you could believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was pretty proficient at an early age. Uh, but my daughter just turned five. I'm like, five, you know, I'm not trying to overwhelm her. She's still, she, she fuck. But yeah, no, that day is coming. And I hope she's listening. <laughs> I hope she, I hope, I hope, I may play this in the car actually for her intentionally to send that message. But yeah, yo, not to, yeah, I, I procrastinate now. So whether it's the dishes, even do like laundry. I hate when the laundry gets fucking over, like fucking laundry overload. Uh, you know, I look outside. I'm looking outside right now. You know, the grass can be cut. Apparently, I need to rake leaves. We're facing global warming. The fucking leaves are falling. What's up with that? Um, I don't even know if that's actually related. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is sometimes, and I know it's easier said than done, but sometimes all it takes is a little push to get things going. You know, the day can go by. I can get nothing done. I'll beat myself up over it. You think that would be enough for me not to repeat the same mistake the next day, but sometimes I often do. Um, and then I dwell on shit. And when I dwell on shit, it depresses me. And when it, when I get depressed, I don't want to do shit. And I realize I can't keep repeating that shit because I'm not going to get anywhere with that. And, and as I said, Brian, I feel like I feel like a lot of the things, a lot of the nouns that we cover are somewhat intertwined or interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're all pillars on making us better individuals, more productive individuals. Um, I, I follow... Gary V on Instagram. I follow uh, Walter Goggins. Um, I don't know if you know Walter Goggins. He was like an ex. Uh, he was a Navy SEAL. Used to be extremely obese. Uh, he lost a lot of weight, released a book, uh, post videos all the time, inspirational, uh, motivating videos. And and 
you know, for both of these guys, their main focus is fuck waiting, like mm-hmm. fuck waiting to, to get shit done. And, and especially, especially me, man, it's, it's like, you have to make time for this stuff. I, I realized at one point I actually started writing a schedule. Me and my wife took time. We wrote a schedule. We were following the schedule. It's so amazing to see when, how much you can get done in a day. And it's a, mm-hmm. it, it feels a lot more rewarding when the day's over and you're exhausted, but you could look back at what you did during the day and you could be like, yo, I got a lot of shit done. Now, yeah. my wife and I are lucky. We get to work from home. We work from home. I don't have to fucking go into a job. I don't have to, you know, I work for myself pretty much. Um, but still, even that being the case, some days I feel like I'm a little too spoiled. I'll be like, oh, I got my work done for the day. I'm just chilling. It's like, nah, dude, get up, do something. Look at that grass. You see yeah. that grass out there? You see them weed? You see that jungle in your backyard? You know, even mm-hmm. with music, man. I mean, I knew I, I took I took a year off from music. The last endeavor that I took on didn't go uh, as well as I wanted it to, and 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 I took a lot of time off. But as of recently, I started really writing again and, and composing music. And sometimes it it doesn't. It, it, the shit may sound corny, but it. Maybe not. Yo, we never know how much time we have left. Mm-hmm. And and with, with with the time that I have now, I'd be dumb not to push what I want to push while I'm still breathing. I've been demoing music lately. Um, I feel like it's it's ready to go into production, but I still haven't done it yet. And it's like, Chloe, what you waiting on? Like, if this is your legacy, if this is something that you're trying to leave behind, why wait? You know, you got to set sites, you got to make deadlines, you got to get the product out. Dude, I used to, I started, I started uh, playing guitar last year. I started playing guitar, picked up a guitar. I was like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. I went from practicing like damn near four hours a day um, to doing it probably once a week for a half an hour. And one of the worst things about that is that it's like I would be so much better at that shit now if I would have stuck to a routine of doing it instead of putting it off. Yeah. This is shit that I really want to do. Who I could be fucking shredding right now if I applied myself like like I know I can. And I'm one of those dudes. I'm like, yo, if I take on something, I got to be the best at it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, people often say there's somebody out there that's working harder than you. And that's always going to be true, yo. And I think that's something yeah. that, that could be humbling, but it's also inspiring because it makes you want to, it, it almost puts you in a friendly competition, friendly competition state of mind. Like, I don't want to be last. You know, everybody else is getting theirs. I need to get mine. I need to get mine. Why am I sitting around for? Um, mm-hmm. this, you, you know, and, 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 and Brian, this, this can go so many ways. Um, we talk about procrastination. One of the things that I hate, procrastination, when it comes to reaching out to people, my dad will call me. My dad will call me. Um, I'll get caught up in something. And of course, right now, when I'm talking about it in hindsight, I'm like, bad, bad excuse, Khalil. You're never too busy. You got time. You spend a lot of time bullshitting. You could call your dad back. Go see your grandmother. I saw my grandmother two weeks ago. She's in a, uh, she's in a, um, um, what is it? What is it? Uh, a rehabilitation home right now. She recently got surgery. I saw my, my grandmother two weeks ago. I was like, yo, I'm going to go see you. I'm going to come see you next week. It's two weeks later. I still haven't seen my grandmother. I always had this thing in my head where 
when when too much time goes by, I start to overthink shit. And then mm. I'll start doubting it. And then I'm like, oh, well, this is weird now. So much time went by. It would be weird if I showed up now. But I need to remember, it's like, yo, better late than never. Stop stop acting like you have all this time on your hands. You really don't. You know? Uh, or or act like, you know, stop acting like other people have so much time on their, you know, right. so much time exactly. left because they don't, you know? Exactly. I, uh, I... I don't come home as much as I used to. Um, and therefore, you know, I don't really see my friends from childhood as much when I come home and I don't see certain family members. And And I know Christmas coming home, I was supposed to see, you know, I was trying to figure out a time talking to my dad, like, let me go see my uncle out. Let me go check out my uncle out. He's, he's great. He's just a, he was an old, old guy. He was always fun to talk to because he was like a fun, negative old guy. You know, every time, Hey, uncle, Al, how you doing? Oh, terrible. You know, right. um, <laughs> He, and, and, and I didn't see him on Christmas. He passed away last month, you know? Wow. And, uh, it was unfortunate because not only did I not see him in over a year, but I had a job that I couldn't get out of the day after his funeral. Uh, so I couldn't even go up to his funeral. Um, so like, yeah, it's, it's very important to, to, you know, stay in contact with people and, and, and reach out to them. And I think our families and, and our grandmothers and stuff, they're the easiest ones to procrastinate. Um, right. To just be like, ah, oh, you know, I got to call them. Maybe I'll call them today, you know, and then you end up not calling them. Um, me, I'm a big list guy now. That's That's been my biggest solution to pro- procrastination because, A, it gives me a sense of accomplishment, getting to cross things off the list. And B, things are so minuscule until you put them down, right? Like, so I write down everything as far as like how many days I need to go to the gym, laundry, grocery shop, and things I need to do for work, things I need to do creatively, the podcast, everything. Because then you realize like, you know, there's not a lot of time to, you know, keep putting all this stuff off. And like the list, the list keep me driven. and, and, And I can tell you, man, I've been, you know, now I'm not super profit. I'm not super rich, anything like that, but I, I, I've been fairly successful in my life for a lot of, you know, for, for things that I've been doing and I'm not the most talented at them. You know, there are plenty of people that are better than me at most of the things I do. Um, I'm, I'm someone that you would consider. No, 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 I'm being serious. I'm, 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 I, (laughs) I kind of, the way that I went through my life was I wanted to learn everything. And I'm just the guy who's kind of like the jack of all trades, but master of none. Um, and the only reason that I've even been able to have some sort of success is because there's people that are so much more talented than me, but they're not as driven as me. And that's right. it. You know, they're, they're not driven nah. to get shit done. They're not, they're not driven to, to, to put shit out. And then, you know, I can kind of fall into that. And when I do, money stops coming in, <laughs> you know, right. it's just that simple. Right. Um, and to go back on what you were saying about, uh, about writing stuff down, uh, something that, that I've learned from my therapist. Um, it's funny. I feel like I always reference this fucking guy. I'm over here like DD pickles talking about lip shits. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Rugrats. Dr. Lip shits. Yeah. Dr. Lip shits. But, uh, but, um, when you write stuff down, when you write stuff down, it makes you more accountable when you don't mm-hmm. do what you wrote down. It's like you wrote this down. You said you were going to do it and you didn't. And you're full of shit mm-hmm. for not doing that. And of course, we, we're not on here. We're not trying to like, you know, bring people down. But I guess what we are trying to do is that we could all be our best selves. 
And procrastination is a big success killer. It really is. It's like we overthink that. We find so many reasons to procrastinate. At the end of the day, we need to acknowledge that the shit ain't good and we need to wipe that out. We got to get stuff done. So, um, yeah, man, those, those are nouns, man, procrastination. Sweet baby Jesus on fire, I'm gonna need a damn lawyer and a miracle to pull my ass out of this devil kept poking the ball, so I shipped her out to Mozambique, cause I was over it. Which brings us to Today in History. And today in history, August 19th, 1692, five more people out of the 20 that were killed were hanged in a Salem, Massachusetts. We're oh, talking shit. about the Salem Witch Trials. Salem Witch Trials. Nice. So... The Salem Witch Trials began in 1692, a full 73 years before the start of the American Revolution. Despite being known as the Salem Witch Trials, just going to put this out there now, some of the trials actually took place in Ipswich and Andover, in addition to Salem itself, right? Now, okay, you know Abigail Williams, right? Uh, Crucible? Yeah. You never read The Crucible? All right. No, well, I had to read the Crucible. I think in eighth grade, I eighth know or ninth Abigail grade. Breslin. No, no, different, different girl, different <laughs> Abigail. But anyway, so the first, witch, the first witch trial occurred because the daughter Betty Paris and niece Abigail Williams of the local Salem Reverend had become violently ill. The girls were having epileptic fits, would scream, move their bodies involuntarily, and throw things across the room. The village doctor, William Griggs, diagnosed her as being bewitched, (laughs) and the hunt for the witch who had done this began. Um, Present-day theories uh, believe that these symptoms align with ergo poisoning. Uh, Ergo is a fungus that affects rye grain and damp and warm springs and summers. That could be ergot. I'm going to say ergo. Ryan Lapierre will correct me, I'm sure. Um, the first three women, <laughs> the first three women to be accused of witchcraft. Of course, how these things always turn out. Um, anytime there's any type of witch hunt, is they were all people that were frowned upon by local residents and seen as outcasts. One lived on the streets. One didn't regularly attend church, and one was a black slave. Um, after a while, many accused others of witchcraft. Some took advantage of the hysteria to get back at rival families, while others were honestly buying into the panic. Uh, records show that a total of 200 people were accused, and of those, 100 to 140 to 150 were arrested. Um, anybody could resist a trial. If they concluded that death or illness had been brought by witchcraft, the suspected witch would then be arrested. Um, and back then, under English law, this, the trials in Salem didn't work the way that we may think of trials today with lawyers and strict rules about evidence. Often these trials would be heavily, heavily weighed against the accused. Um And as such, many saw the writing on the wall and confessed. Surprisingly, those who confessed to witchcraft weren't executed, but the others who denied it were. Yeah. That's a shame. Um, Yeah. Most people didn't have any evidence that these women were actually used witchcraft to make someone ill, obviously, because it's not real. Um, Often people would use spectacle evidence. um, 
and tell the course that they had seen the ghostly outline of the suspected witch in the room with them. Uh, this was generally accepted as evidence that the person was a witch because it was the oh belief that God. the devil could only could appear as a ghost with the person's permission. It was concluded that the witch had given the devil this this permission. Um, during the trials, many tests were created to determine if someone was a witch or not. So we're going to go through some of these trials, right? Uh, some of these witch uh, tests. One was the swimming test. Uh, this is when an accused person would have their finger tied to their opposite toe and lowered in a body of water. If they floated, they were a witch. But if they sank, then they weren't. The danger, of course, was drowning if they left the suspect in the water for too long. Um, another test involved creating a basic cake out of rye flour and then taking the cursed person's urine and mixing it in. Then they would feed the cake to the dog. And if the dog showed the same symptoms as the cursed person, then witchcraft was proven. Um, oh, at that point, the dog would reveal the fucking... witch. Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> yeah. Yo, and like this is pretty. Who who can't? Oh, the rye. Oh, let's get some rye bread. Oh, pee on this. This is the test. Who takes that kind of shit seriously? All right, I'm done. In the 1600s, dude, I guess. And and apparently they believe dogs had close association with the devil. Um, <sighs> right. So the touch test was another method, uh, and that was believed that if the accused witch touched their victim and the victim's symptoms stopped, it meant that it was them who caused the illness. Uh, in one case. Highly successful farmer Gil Giles Corey was accused by three women of witchcraft. When convicted, the villagers put him on his back, placed a wooden board on him, and then gradually placed heavy stones on top, crushing him to death. This form of execution is called pressing. Corey's last words were more weight. Uh, I want you to remember the name Giles Corey. He's relevant to the to later on in the story. All right. So then while my so just just for a fun fact, popular myth points to burning witches at the stake. No one was executed this way during the Salem witch trials. Uh, some were burned at the stake in Europe, but hanging was the popular mode of execution in North America. So torture to get a confession was a common practice during the trials. Usually it would lead to bizarre and fanatical confessions. In one case, while a slave named to Tituba uh, was being severely beaten, she cried out. The devil came to me and bid me to serve him. Afterwards, she talked about black dogs, red cats, and yellow birds, plus a white-haired man that made her sign the devil's book. Eventually, rather than accusations made by the made by others, the trial spawned into real-life witch hunters going door-to-door -door and asking people to rat out their neighbors. Naturally, this just added more fuel to the fire, scaring many people and causing them to accuse others of witchcraft as well. Back then, it is doubtful that many of the villagers in Salem understood what was really happening. They were all suffering from mass hysteria, uh, a social and psychological problem in common and malnourished, poor and stressed environments. Sadly, the hysteria in Salem only snowballed and lasted for a while rather than fizzling out after a short time, resulting in many, many casualties. This is where it gets interesting. Not everybody bought into the validity of the trials. For example, this woman often spoke, one woman often spoke up against the uh, examinations and tried to convince others to stop doing that. Unfortunately for her, this put a target on her back and many pointed out to her as a witch, can, uh, accused her of being a witch, thinking that she was obstructing the trials. And even oddly, even more oddly, when she stood trial for being, for being a witch, even her own husband, testified against her who was oh her husband God, yo. 
none other uh-huh. than Giles Corey, the man who later was also accused of being a witch and then pressed to oh death. Oh my God. This, wow. I'm just telling you, I am keeping my opinion out of it. I will say, I think this today in history could possibly be topical. We'll leave it at that. Uh, the government of Salem, <laughs> the government of Salem, let the trials continue for a full year. And then he urged people to be consider to consider the evidence they were presenting. The spectral evidence of ghostly figures was declared not enough to condemn someone to death. And he had let the people out that were imprisoned for suspect at witchcraft. Uh, why he had a sudden change of heart, who knows? It could be that his own wife was accused of being a witch. Uh, that was when right. he had the sudden change of heart. Uh, when all was said and done, 25 people lost their lives because of the trial. Um, and 20 were executed, generally hanged by the prosecutors, and five died while serving prison time. Two of the casualties were babies. And that is the story of the Salem witch trials. That's just awful, yo. I mean... People are fucking ridiculous, yo. Like, just to, to even... It, it's, it's like, I don't get how you can do so much wrong to somebody and then all of a sudden be like, oh, shit, we were wrong. Okay, you're free to go. That's how oh, it yeah, is, everybody, man. Yeah, we killed the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. That's always how it's been. And that's just... Wow. And that's why Kude lies here to take your mind off of that, even though we always bring it right the fuck back to that. Nah. <laughs> you're laughing, you're laughing, you're laughing. Salem witch trials. Yeah, right. Babies died. <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, I just hit my knee. That's what that big bang was. The shit's probably gonna bleed soon. <laughs> On that note. I think I think it's in I think it's in this one's for the books, right? This one is for the books. Is that the term that I just is it in the books? This one's in the books. This one's for the books. For the birds. For the birds. For, what, what is <laughs> what's <laughs> listen, I, Yo, I say lie. words I don't know often. I have been misusing the word catalyst for three years now. Um so Oh shit. I'm just gonna agree with whatever you say. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's funny, man, real quick before we go out. Uh, I think it was 23 when I was 23 years old. It wasn't till I, I used to say, instead of groin, I used to say gruin. I said gruin for 23 years. Gruin. Gruin, gruin huh? Gruin. Sounded, <laughs> sounded like fucking Stewie Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> and it was groin the whole fucking time. I never forget my buddy Boy Chet called me out. I said it one time. He was like, wait. What did you just call it? I was like, gruin. <laughs> He's like, it's a groin. I was like, no, the fuck it's not. It's a gruin. And then I fucking, <laughs> then I like looked it up on Google. You know, you hit the speaker and it's like groin. I'm like, oh shit. I've been a dumb motherfucker for 23 years. <laughs> but guess what? It's cool they lie. So, because I know now, cool I'm 28 lie. and I'm, I'm so smart now that I, I know the difference. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all good on that note, yo. I think we're good, man. Hey, y'all, tune in next week, man. This was episode number nine, baby. Uh,